topic is, are you demonstrating arrogance? To get an understanding of where I'm going, let us look at the meaning of the word arrogance. Some definitions are haughtiness, conceit, hubris, self-importance, egotism, superiority, pomposity, high-handedness, swagger, boasting, bumptuousness, bluster, condescension, disdain, contempt, being impetuous, pride, vanity, and there are many more that we could use. And I want to bring you to the understanding of this scholar. He approached Jesus and he wanted to test him. He was demonstrating his arrogance because he was a scholar and probably had a number of titles behind his name. He wanted to show his pomposity and arrogance and therefore looking at Jesus, he wanted to show his superiority. And he said, teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He knew the answer. How many of you have been in the company of individuals who try to make you look small or cause you to feel yourself feeling small because no one can make you do anything. It is you who take on that. This is why Moses said in the first reading in Deuteronomy, says, oh, if only you would heed the voice of the Lord your God and keep his commandments and statutes that are written in this book of the law when you return to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul do it you see you don't have to be afraid of anyone when you know that you are a child of the king of kings when you know that you are a child of the king you don't have to show arrogance and you do not have to feel that you are less than anyone. You can walk with your head high. You can hold your shoulders back. You can proceed with the knowledge. See, many of us somehow forget that we have a birthright. That we have adoption papers. That we have been given an equal portion we forget see when you look at the second reading in Colossians 1 says Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of all creation for in him were created all things in heaven and on earth the visible and invisible it doesn't matter what it was, whether it was thorns or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. They are created in him, in us and for us. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. He's the head of the body, the church. 
He is the beginning. When we talk about church here, we're talking about the collective company of people, not the church building. That in all things he himself might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness was pleased to dwell. Are you pleased to dwell within him? And through him to reconcile all things for him? Making peace by the blood of his cross through him. Whether those on earth or those in heaven. We people of God. We have to demonstrate ourselves with humility and understanding. When you know who you are, you do not have to walk around being arrogant. You don't have to walk around being a know-it-all. You don't have to walk around trying to prove to others that you know. That haughtiness that you have, the conceit, you're walking about boasting and you condescending others having a disdain for someone who does not have the same qualifications or who you believe is not as good as you are or they may have something different from you and you cannot be pleased for them to enjoy what they have God has given you so much and you cannot appreciate what God has given you. This morning, one of our neighbors whose roof was badly damaged in the last storm that we had here, he's been away for quite some while and it appears that he may be back home now. And this morning we woke up to individuals stripping his roof, taking all the shingles off his roof, and they're going to re-shingle it. And as I'm looking out, for me this is something that is so wonderful. This is something that gives me joy because this is the field that I was in and this is something that you who are nurses when you see something or something with a medical background that may be something that is great to you those of you who are singers and you hear someone with a beautiful voice or you hear a melody it is so wonderful for you someone who in whatever the field is that you have been in that simple thing of elegance could bring a joy to you and this morning as I looked out and I saw them taking off the shingles off the roof I realized that the builders did not do what they were supposed to do in the first place there's something called ice and water shields in two and a half feet to three feet of membrane that goes on the initial part of the roof the lower parts of the roof around the edges where the gutter is and when I saw these individuals putting it on this morning there was a joy that came over me to see that someone was doing what they should have done in the first place these individuals were doing it 
they were not cutting corners. You see, many of us who may be of a certain skill set, you do not have to go boasting of who you are. Your work is what will speak for you. How many of you enjoyed Pastor Gloria's podcast? How many of you played? How many of you replayed more than once? How many of you take that podcast and pass it on to someone else? How many of you share it? Just the other day, she noticed that someone in Japan had taken the podcast and put the content in Japanese so that others could read and know what it was all about. This was someone else who saw the value of the work that she has done, the value of the podcast, and has chosen to share it. How many of you have shared it? Have you been rejoicing to know that you are affiliated with the God inside of her? That your connection, that divine connection that you have, and you can say yes, you're happy to know that yes, someone else is being blessed. Are you doing what Father God said to do? Are you doing it? When we look at Deuteronomy 30, the first reading this morning, as Moses told the people to maintain the statues and hold on to them with all their souls and all their hearts, he said, for this command that I enjoin on you today, that I give to you today, that I place to you, is not too mysterious. And it's not remote for you. You as Christians, you as people of God, he said it is not up in the sky that you should say, who will go up in the sky to get it for us and tell us of it so that we can carry it out? No, he, didn't. he said that you don't have to do that. And he said, nor is it across the ocean, across the seas, that you should say, who will cross the sea to get it for us and tell us of it that we can carry it out? He said, no, it is something very near to you. It is already in your mouths and in your hearts, people of God. You only have to carry it out. You know what is good and you know what is right and you know what is truth and you know what is not truth. It is already within you. That thing that gives you the joy, that thing that gives you the peace, that things that make it. Too often we find ourselves in this situation of trying to downplay because we are looking at lack. When you look at that, that's a, a sort of arrogance as well because you're trying to make people believe that you are not as powerful as you are. You are trying to deny the God that is in you. There's a difference between meekness and humility. You see, because you are meek and because you have humility, that does not mean that you do not know 
the God in you or the God in you will not present and show itself when you understand that you can turn to the Lord in your need and know that you will live when you can pray to the Lord and knowing for the time of your favor O God in your great kindness answer me with your constant help answer me O Lord for bounteous is your kindness and your mercy turn to me when you can ask Father God to do that when you can know that he will be doing it when you understand doesn't matter whether or not it is a loneliness or highness Romans 12 3 says for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith I'm going to just give you a couple of excerpts right now 1 Samuel 2 and 3 talk no more so exceedingly proud let not arrogance come out of your mouths for the Lord is a God of knowledge and by him actions are weighed you see that's what I'm telling you this morning it is the actions you do not have to go around with the arrogance you do not have to go around with the haughtiness Psalms 31 18 tells us let the lion lips be put to silence we speak grievously things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous you don't have to worry about who is talking about you you only have to continue in your righteousness and your goodness you don't have to do that when you look at Romans for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to but to think soberly yes Mark 7 20, 23 and he said that which cometh out of the man that is the thing that defileth the man And to stop this haughtiness, to stop this arrogance, look at Proverbs 27 2, which says, Let another man praise thee, and not thine own mouth, a stranger, and not thy own lips. Mm-hmm.